Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to another episode of Sit Your Axe Down. I'm Kyle, and we've got Lucas as always, and we've got two guests this time. First time we've done two guests on a podcast. Uh, we're here at Axes and O's in Sterling, Virginia for the second annual Capital City Classic. Um, but yeah, let's get into our guests here real quick before we start everything. Our guests are... Tim, and we got Tyler. And um, so we, we've been talking about trying to do a, a winner's roundtable, and well, here we are. We got me and Tim here. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Tyler did good, too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did. Yeah. Two second places. Not bad. Place. Not bad. Um, yeah, so Tim takes home Hatchet, uh, winner of the uh, second uh, Capital City Classic. And I was fortunate enough to uh, play Tyler in Knives and Big Axe, and Tyler was feeling very generous. He let me win. <laughs> and then uh, Ian and I were able to um, win. Uh, we won last year, and we were able to win duels again this year. So overall, pretty good day. Um, but uh, Tim, so first time you – first big win? You won, like, a local tournament or anything before? Uh, unsanctioned uh, Battle of Lake Erie year before last. Okay. So nice. All right, not bad. So what's it? What do you think the difference was today? Like, what got you over the hump? Not thinking. Okay. Um, just shutting off. I I try to not look at it as ten throws. It's ten throw ones. Okay. All right. So you'll even see me kind of shut down when I line up and throw, and you know I just try to stay out of my own way as far as the headspace goes. That's good. I, I sometimes wish I could do that. Sometimes I definitely so I, cannot. <laughs> I actually have another theory. Okay. Of what got him over the I do today. too. Luck? <clears throat> no, no. Nope, nope. So <laughs> Thursday evening? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't here. We went out to eat, right? All of us? Thursday? Oh, well, Lucas wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't Tyler. here. Thursday? Yeah, we were at oh, Miller's yeah, Ale House. Yeah, yep. And oh, I mean, thanks you were, you for were there too. Yeah, we, and <laughs> some somebody <laughs> yeah, kidding. Somebody mentioned the most athletic people in axe throwing. Oh, that's right. And nobody, I, I I knew it in my head immediately. I was like, is anybody even going to suggest Tim? I mean, he's the most jacked person at the table. Not not one person. Not one person mentioned it, and he went. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, but... I am going to destroy you this week. But did people mention me? No. <laughs> what? No. Bro, Actually, the, he brought up me and you as examples of... <laughs> Bro, that is, that I, is dead. He did. I, that is Actually, disrespectful. I thought for certain that... I, I thought for certain that you would have even all the people that, Tim sitting right there. I was just like... You know what? Forget all of you, because the last time that we had a fucking foot race at any of these tournaments, I'd smoked everybody. Uh, in anything <laughs> that is a lie oh i've got video proof that i waxed everybody yeah, let's right now. that's not athletic when, when was that it's when was that pretty athletic. August? Yeah, it was august we've got bro kyle's gonna look it up uh i mean i guess Absolutely. It's, it's okay just I, I we don't want to get too crazy it's like yeah yeah one yeah so there's there is a video proof that i am i am athletic and I set the high score in the what basketball last night. Who did I beat? Manny Cole. And? Okay, uh, Dustin Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, well, Zach Crawford wasn't even a – that didn't even count. <laughs> um, all right, all right. I'll, I'll, but, yeah. Those guys are fast. Well, I'm telling you. 
I got wheels. Where's this at? I, I, I don't know. Kyle's got video proof somewhere. We'll try to link a, a little pic of it. Yeah, we'll put a little clip. Um, we'll put it right here. We'll edit it right here. I think you and Tim should do a foot race. Foot, bro, Tim and I will race around this room right now. Winner, winner gets the first hatchet. I bet. <laughs> well, I'm down. <laughs> Where did we do that at? It was in Wisconsin. It was after... Um, Titantown? Yeah, I think it was after Titantown. Didn't we go to Titantown after the after the thing at Charlotte? Yeah, the same weekend as uh, the Commissioner's Cup. You don't have video? Rather, this man's... We'll get the video. I know somebody's got some out there. There's some footage. We interrupt your regular broadcast because we found the footage from the Titan Town race via Dr. Dan himself. Thanks, Dr. Dan. Race number one is Lucas Johnson and Manny Cole. Lucas getting hyped up. Takes Manny by a few steps. Race number two is Lucas, Manny, and Zach Crawford. Manny giving uh, a lot in this race here, keeping it close. Zach just a handful of steps behind. And the last race of the night is Lucas and Dustin Knight. This race here, closer than expected, but Lucas pulls out the win in the end. Thanks for watching this riveting intermission. We will now return you to the podcast. But I'm... I feel disrespectful that Tyler included me in the unathletic category with him. Kyle only has the unedited footage. He has to find that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor stuff. I know, I don't know where it is. I know that, yeah, I know that we survey, sent it. So. <laughs> On the rules survey? <laughs> yeah, they said they were tired of athletic people winning. That's true. So, so they were obviously talking about me, see? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, that's when we need to stop making the same 20 people win. So <laughs> well, you're... Yeah, good luck. <laughs> So that's what happened today. Yeah. I get it. I get yeah. It. So I, I, I felt that that was the theory was that you were like, yeah, I, these guys, I'm going to just, I'm going to show them, you know, what happens when you disrespect. I think a little bit of it was, well, I mean, I guess it was just Tyler that you ended up playing, but I was going to say that you played, there were people in the finals that you were maybe more comfortable throwing against that also probably helped. Um, because I just know, I know that sometimes that helps like, and sometimes that also hurts though. Because last year at this tournament, get too I, I got uh, knocked out of A by Philibom, and then I dropped down to B, and I had to play Ian. And Ian and I threw the worst game possible. Like, I'm pretty sure both games we both threw like 40-something. Neither of us wanted to hit kills. We didn't want to hit bullseyes. It was awful. Um, but I think that, you know, being comfortable throwing next to somebody can usually be good. So um, what, what are you saying, though, about that match? Who who won that match? Oh, Ian did for sure. Oh. Yeah, it sucked. Enter a mile. Wins yeah. a win. Uh, year, oh, yeah. In the exact same fashion I did this year. We're in the exact same lane on the exact same kill shot. I had uh, was it the... and I missed one of the kill shots for the 64. You know what? Nice. and lost to a 63. Take notes, everybody. <laughs> to, you <laughs> lost to Tishko here last year? No, I lost to um, Theodore. Oh well, I lost so a Phil. Not in the finals, but I lost in that lane. In that, I missed that exact same kill shot. I also, I also lost in, in that lane. Yeah, I lost in that lane last year to Philibom, but missing a sixty-four. I think that lane is cursed. <laughs> Next time I'm making him throw on lane three. I, I disagree. <laughs> you did. All right. Yeah, yeah, Tim, Tim says Tim that's says fine. That lane is that lane is perfect. Yeah, we do one, one, three, four. <laughs> One, three, four. That's like uh, hotels skipping the thirteenth floor. Yeah. 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 This is 
This is perfect. Perfect. Um, will be in there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Axes and O's for the snacks. We got um, a grab bag of Nabisco um, snack packs here. And I don't know where they came from. Women's Council, something, but we're eating them. We got um, Teddy Grahams. We got uh, Chips Ahoy. You're just doing the show so you don't get in trouble for taking yeah, them. For eating them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask because I didn't find anybody to ask, and we're in. We're trying to hurry. So these take this takes the place of our normal um, taste test. Taste yeah. test that we do. We're eating things that we already know taste good this time. Yeah, but we'll talk more about uh, the tournament here in a little bit. Um, <clears throat> another thing that we're going to start doing is we're going to start doing some product reviews. Okay. So, All right. Um, what we got first? Today we don't really have an axe throwing related product. More of a sponsor. Um, Shut up. What's that? Go ahead. You can continue. Oh yeah, that, that's that's a okay, we had to give that down. We're going to do that. That's we're going to do time. that a different next time. time. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a, a sponsor product that does uh, that sponsors uh, our melee team, yeah. Gooder's Row. Um, so uh, that's Gooder. You can see the box right behind us uh, here. If I can point correctly back. Oh, you nailed it. And um, their newest product, which is good for the winner's round table. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, well, we don't have any champagne. Well, that's okay. Um, we'll, but, just, we'll just act like uh, we do. Maybe come Melee Championship time, we'll be outfitted in uh, these sweet new goggles <laughs> from Gooder. Yeah. So, nice right. big case. Usually you just get a box and you get the, the little protector for them. Um, but... Got these big old big old goggles. They're called. All right, he doesn't even know the name. Let me hold these. Here for the hot toddies. Um, that's one thing all that's right. cool with Gooder is they they do neat little names with all their sunglasses. <clears throat> Comes with an extra lens. Okay. Uh, as well that you can change out. It's it's actually a yellow lens, so better for uh, overcast conditions. Um, Alex Martin could probably give us a better idea of what the best snow lens is for. For your goggles, but yeah. So when uh, when Murderers Row takes the championship later wow. uh, later this year, we're gonna have uh, champagne and goggles for for Murderers Row. How they look? Yeah. Oh, they look These good. Are, okay. I think you should draw them. Yeah. I'm I'm considering it. Well, maybe we'll just do a little after we finish this. We'll just film you throwing in those, uh, and okay. we'll put that in in the videos. Well. All right, I'm down. So, we're Tim and I are going to play for first place, but I'm going to wear these. <laughs> yeah, so that's our first That's our first little product showcase. Um, once we get into to some more axe throwing related stuff with new knives and uh, backpacks and uh, axes and stuff like that, we'll go a little bit more in depth with, uh, with testing. There's not much we can test with the goggles, but oh, we just yeah. wanted to... Show those off um, to you guys as well. If you guys are interested in uh, any Gooder sunglasses, uh, hit anybody up for Murderer's Row, and we will uh, get you hooked up with uh, with some glasses and um, protecting those eyes when you're at Angrywood this year. All right, so. so these are these are fancy. They've got uh, there's a film, so I couldn't see anything, but there's a film inside that you're supposed to remove first. That is uh, lets you know that the it is anti-fog, anti-scratch treatment, and UV protection. But not only that, but there's vents at the top. Yep. 
and the bottom, so like they shouldn't fog up at all. Yeah. yeah so stay, stay it's good pretty nice. Adjustable strap on the back side. Obviously. They have uh, three different options. Uh, they Ooh, have the. Hey, uh, there's a flamingo on the side. Oh yeah. Yep. Shout yeah, out Chris Adams. Uh, oh shoot! I forgot his name. Carl. Yeah. That is Carl. Carl is the flamingo. into flamingos. That okay. is uh, uh, Carl. He's right here. Yeah, they might on be the cool box to throw in there. As well, no slip, no fog, all conditions, all fun. That's good. I can't throw normal glasses, but I'm sure. I can. Yeah, those are yeah, for sure so? those. <clears throat> nice. So yeah, there's three different three different uh, options in the the snow G, which is what they call the uh, the goggles. Um, you got the olive green, the, the here for the hot toddies. Um, there's a murdered out black setup, which probably would work. Obviously, what we're getting for uh, for murderers row. And then, uh, then they got a uh, got a hot pink version as well for so, Chris Adams. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's the Gooder Snow G uh, here for the hot toddies. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about some more stuff. All right, Tim, did you throw knives? No. Are you going to come to PLS and throw knives anyways? Yes. All right. Absolutely cool. terrible at knives. That's okay. <laughs> We can okay, we but can see, that's the cool thing is we kind of force you to do it, and then you realize that oh, I'm not that bad at it, and then it only takes like another, you know, one or two times, and then you're good at it. You say that, but I am I'm that just bad telling you that's no, how I mean, it works. There, there were there were guys who had never thrown knives that were hitting kill shots in knives. Yeah, you never picked up a set of knives until. I mean, Tyler hit multiple today yeah. to beat me, multiple timey, and then beat me, and, and then we he was. Went, we went four and four on the final. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. won the right ones. <laughs> yeah, I, I've saved them. Big brain moves. Um, all right, so top three this weekend and everything um, was, let's see, duels was myself. Oh, I mean, overall, so oh yeah. yeah, I mean, I won the overall yeah, this yeah. time, yeah. Um, but who, what was the third place team? Axe Mafia? Yes. Axe yep. Mafia Axe in Mafia. third place. Ronnie Patterson and... Uh, no, Gann, I can't think. David, yeah, David Ginn. David Ginn. David yeah. Ginn. Yep. And then second place was another team. Uh, oh, Colby yeah, Colby and Corley. Yep. David Corley, and then Ian Malpass and myself took him the win. And then Knives was. Yep. Yep. Uh, I got first. Tyler got second, and yeah, Brett Break Williamson third. in third. Um, shout out to Dustin Wellman though. Yeah. yeah, Dustin Wellman in fourth. Four, yeah, or three of the uh, four events. Yeah, yep. Dustin Wellman, um, Tyler, and myself wow. all finished in the three. That, um, that's gonna make the pod. Somebody's gonna laugh in the background, but I just tried to eat a cookie and it just totally it. fell right down. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. And um, and then in Hatchet, we had there were eight people that made it to the finals in Hatchet. So Nick Doan and Titus were mm-hmm. seventh, eighth. Michael yes. Titus. Yeah. From Florida. And then um, five, six was myself and Colby. Um, fourth was Hayden. Third was Dustin Woman. And second again was Tyler. And Tim brought home the win. So those That's are the right. top top finishers from the weekend. Um, Overall had to be you, me, Dustin, I would guess. Yeah, Dustin just by like two points and you just by a few. Well... I don't know what you got in duels. I keep forgetting. Oh, yeah. For sure, you second. Or you by three points. Yeah, me by three. Then you in second. And then I don't know how. Yeah. 
But those were those were the top three finishers from the weekend. A lot of a couple of new people. Um, what was the guy's name from Florida that I keep Michael forgetting Titus. his name? Mm-hmm. Um, for him, and then just he was I up mean, there though at um, Bullseyes at the beach too. Yeah, and then um, what was the other guy from uh, like Miami that he didn't finish at the top? Marita. but John Jonathan Marita. Yeah. Or yeah, Joseph, yeah. He's, I think he said he goes by John. John, yeah. Um, oh yeah, he was really good. Yeah, yeah. He, he was throwing yeah, great in in knives. Hopefully, we'll see him at the, the next one. Yeah, he was he was throwing knives. He was throwing um, duels really well with um, Fortner, and then um, yeah, I, the only thing I didn't we'll see him throw is big X. Yeah, we'll for sure. One one thing one thing to mention too that that I thought was was pretty interesting was um, he was actually using knives when he first started that didn't meet um, the rules yep so he had to had to switch knives so if you're out there listening to this podcast and you have knives that are <clears throat> modified double check the rules make sure that they are good that way you don't end up in a situation where you have to start something you feel uncomfortable with um, but he was he was unaware completely because the rules are fairly new a, a fairly little, new a little hard to understand and for, new, for new tournament he hasn't somebody. been traveling, so he didn't really know. Yeah, and that, I think that's also an amazing part, too, is he doesn't really do tournaments. He hasn't yeah. done tournaments, and he did great. Yeah. He did great. I mean, Fortner and him were still throwing near the end, so they probably were, like, top ten in duels. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he beat you in what? Or you beat him in, what, B semis of your bracket in Hatcher? Yeah. I forgot that we even played. Yeah, because I was talking to him in Knives, and then, yeah, we did play in Hatcher. Mm-hmm. But he made up pretty fine, too. Yeah, definitely an up-and-coming thrower for sure. Um, all right, let's get back to that uh, form. You've been getting a lot of good responses. Oh, the, uh, yeah, so depending on when Kyle puts this out. Um, it'll be this week, okay. hopefully. Well, oh, I mean, the podcast? The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but we did put out a form. If you go to the discussion page, it is pinned in the top. Um, for feedback on what you want to see for the rules for next year. Um, they are going to change in some pretty significant ways, I can tell you that. So I assume there's going to be some people who may not like that if you like their rule set as it is now, but our goal is also to kind of not change them for like five to ten years after this okay. in significant ways. So <laughs> I think we're going to see some big changes going into next year and then hopefully kind of leveling that out. Not making too many, other than like rule clarifications and yeah. stuff like that for, for several after that. Yeah. But we do want to hear from all the community members, especially those newer league members who this is going to affect the most. You know, a lot of the top guys have, you know, we've talked, we have a lot of similar ideas. Like, we know what we think the game should be, but there's 13,000 people that play this game, and less than a thousand are probably traveling. Yeah, and although whatever Tyler and I are thinking is the correct answer, oh, yeah. we still want to hear your other answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, for those that don't know, Tyler uh, now is working um, at or for World Axe Throwing League, um, doing a lot of data um, stuff. And so uh, you've probably seen, if you're, if you're active in the community and on Facebook, you've probably seen um, a couple of new things that he's put out. Um, one of those uh, cool feature cool thing that you can use um, last week that you can use to determine kind of what you need to throw to get to certain circuit point levels, um, like a little calculator type of thing. 
I didn't get a chance to play with it yet, um, but seems pretty much you make a copy of it, put in, you know, what you have now, how many weeks are left or yep. something like that. And then it'll tell you like, Hey, for the next, you know, your last two weeks, you need to average a 55 to continue on to, you know, the, the 54 average, um, you know, circuit point, um, criteria or, um, section. So, um, he's doing things like that, figuring out, you know, um, statistically, like I know there was talks of seven throws, um, for big X, um, at one point. Um, so Tyler's been kind of looking at that data to determine if that would change anything or if it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah. We all know it's a good idea, but (laughs) yeah, I mean, it it was a good idea. I mean, people were asking like, why, why seven? Why not eight? Why not nine? Yeah, and so I think and that was all data driven, like, and that's a, a valid a question. Yeah. Why seven was chosen, and that yeah. reason is is that it, it is that Tyler would have beat me. I mean, yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, look at I mean that's, it's right there. Crash that cookie. It gives enough <laughs> space for the person ahead to gain a lead, mm-hmm. but not so much time that that lead becomes insurmountable. Agreed. Right, so you can hit a kill shot on six and come back into it. Um, whereas if you expand it to ten throws, then you get a lot of like it's over before nine and ten anyway. Yeah. Well, if you expand it to ten, it's it's no difference of a chance from five because you're just taking five and doubling it. So I mean, I think with ten, a lot of the times, like yeah, with ten, I mean, a lot of games you, like, are just almost guarantee Lucas and I are in the finals. Yeah, to, I mean, just like, like just if you look, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. If you just look at bullseye percentage, yeah, I know what you, what uh, only, yeah. I mean, we well, would with seven. It gives us more of a chance because we can get ahead in more throws. But if you hit on six, you're still going to force on seven. If you yeah. get into ten and you hit on nine, like chances are we're still enough ahead. Yeah, I've, we've even still two kill shots isn't going to do it. Right. Yeah, and that's just because, and in hatchet, that's not the case. Just because in hatchet, there's a lot of people throwing, you know seven bullseyes out of their you know eight and so that's why you see a ton of differences whereas in big x you just you really don't see very often that people get locked in on their bulls and they're going to hit you know four realistically right now if you can hit one bullseye you're going to force your opponent to go up yes as long as yeah because they're going to throw a five or even if they're perfect it's still like a a risk risk, yeah and so i don't know yeah seven i think is something to consider but um but those are the types of things that that tyler is working on um another thing is a ranking system which i know we talked about a little bit on our first episode or our second episode with zach Mm -hmm. um i think the ranking system is gonna be good i have i mean i don't think you've seen anything that's necessarily wrong with it or you know found any problems yet i think that people's biggest problem with it is going to be that like tournaments really don't factor in a lot yeah that if, if you turn sorry to Tim that, well I mean this still would because yeah it would still it would it would still help Tim quite a bit quite a bit for this one right? like because the ranking system is only going to affect you in a tournament if you are sort of seated wrong right and yeah so, so since Tim was probably seated like 20th at this tournament and won he would get a shitload of points yeah whereas game. I probably wouldn't lose very many because I still lose maybe one yeah I wouldn't like it's it's basically a a way to keep people I mean, it just basically gets things to balance themselves out because, like, 
if if you come in you know really low seed and you finish really high then obviously you're a good thrower you should have been you should have been seated high right so it just writes the ship for future tournaments but if you place anywhere within like four of your current rank you're not you're not moving moving up and down a minimal amount yeah and and points are not going to be it's not you're not going to have a lot of people that are within one point of each other or if they are it's not a big of the deal yeah um so i think it i think that in the end it'll be good um and the same thing like since it is using a lot of league stats if if you're at home and you're cheating and your bullseye is you know a two inch bullseye and you're throwing a ton and you're finishing high on the leaderboard (laughs) and then you show up to the tournament and you get you know 49th place you're going to lose some points and then that's going to you know be reflected in your seating for the next tournament then you do it again and you still you're you're okay so now that probably dropped you like 20th seed this time you finish 49th again right you're you're going to be 49th seed at the next one you're going to lose those points i mean not that quickly but for the most part that's going to be the thing so so for all those people out there i know y'all be drawing those bulls as big don't lie to me but the other really great thing that i think that we can do with that system is not just to seed it for tournaments but also to create some ratings restricted tournaments Yes. Yeah, we were talking about like doing pro yep. am stuff. Um, and I think pro, like the pro version of the tournament, always just has to be open. Anyone can register no matter your rating. Correct. But you can have like an A and a B tier at the tournament, which is like, hey, you can only register for this one if you're rated under 700. Yeah. You can only register for a C if you're rated under 550 or something, you know? Yeah, there, you can pick a number and, and, and do that. And divisions and then. Oh, yeah, I think not, it makes it better for better experience for a lot of those throwers. Yeah, and against people of similar skill level. And I think uh, we talked about this. I think on the first episode, but I think that that's going to be a thing that happens sooner than later. Where you even without that ranking system, yeah, like I, I think even without the ranking system, you can still do stuff like that. Oh, I don't want you to get fired, Tyler. You got to yeah. kind of keep some. No, of but so like what what i'll tell you all my ideas and like everything yeah like, so this, i mean they're just ideas so there's no guarantees that any of this is true yeah but, but i don't i don't even <laughs> think that waddle necessarily has to have those because i mean i would love for us to have a pls this year that we do the same thing we invite you know the pro league people we have that tournament but maybe the day before we have an amateur tournament, and those people now that win, let's say the top 16, the top 8, something, they get into the other tournament. And it would probably only be for Hatchet for, for that first yeah, time. It would be, be so hard to do. Yeah. To run eight different tournaments. Yeah, it would be so hard to do you know, one for everybody. But if we could do it in Hatchet as a proof of concept, then we can get an idea of timing and how long it would take. Because, I mean, that would be the ideal thing for a televised tournament too, right? Like... I know that it's cool, you know, to have everybody throw and, and do all of that, but think about all the time and how many other people would get to throw if you only did like 64 people that actually got into Worlds and then a whole nother tournament the day right. before yeah. of people that, you know, anybody that wants to try can come out and, and do that and then they they get some money or some sort of prize, but their main prize and the main goal is to make the cut and make it into but i mean so even this tournament here right we have i don't think it affects time that much because we have four hatchet brackets yeah so brackets one and two can be the pro or the open brackets yep two people each right and then you can have a 32 person like a tier and a 32 person b tier yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely enough time. It's just we got to figure out how to do it and and stuff like that. So no, I don't know. PLS, yeah, it would be harder because we are running specifically yeah. a pro event that yeah. is going to have a lot of people. But but I think we'd be able to get other people to come and do the the amateur one, depending upon the type of tournament. So maybe maybe for our championship, since I think we're going to limit the people that get into that one anyways. Yeah, right. and the championship can be like we really tried in PLS to keep it to we only need like one day off work yeah i think the championship is probably worth the extra day we can probably championship's going to be a two-dayer um which is still better than half a half yeah all right so back to the the form though you've been getting some interesting ideas but before that before the ideas tim what ideas do you think should change like if you could rewrite the rules what he are the doesn't want to change <laughs> he's like all right <laughs> no, no, he's like all right hear me out how about a bullseye in the middle worth six <laughs> no so if if anything that you could change that you think would be you know ideal or or not even like that you have the answer but like i think we should use more of the boards for example or we should do whatever you know what what would be your ideal change Honestly, you guys already covered the two big ones. Yeah. Um, I think Pro-Am is the way to go. It's more progression for people in their journey to stay motivated and feel the advancement, Mm -hmm. I think, in their progress. Um, And Big X being seven throws. I'm a huge, huge, huge believer that it should be seven throws. It makes the game more exciting, both to watch and to play. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the seven throws does feel like a lot more than seven and it feels very fair without being redundant. Like what you guys were saying. I mean, you could make it 20 throws and yeah, that's a bigger sample of who threw better that way. But logistically that just doesn't make sense. Right. Um, seven throws with the two kill shots at any time. I mean, that adds so much more strategy and outcome. And if somebody smacks two kills for the comeback, they've earned it. You know, it, it feels less of a potential one lucky throw scenario um for the rest of us i mean you guys always throw perfect games but the rest of us i didn't throw any perfect i might have thrown one i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah um all right kyle what would you change what do you think the the next rule should have or not have or whatever it might be more ability for strategy to come into play oh okay Uh, so you mean like um mandatory kills Oh yeah. <laughs> no, just, no, not necessarily. No, 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 no. That's just not necessarily. But but that's what people kept saying. People, yeah, people are kills. people are saying we want strategy, but we also want mandatory kills. And I have bad news for those people. That is less strategy. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Every bit of strategy yeah, there's no every, way. Every bit of the yeah. Yeah, once, once you I, get to a certain point, it's almost like that anyway. Almost. So yeah. I, the other thing about mandatory is that like what. Uh, twice today but the one time i first game against wellman and um last game against nick doan i was down two going into eight and so i went up on eight and i hit and then um uh, with nick he, he missed on nine and wellman missed on 10 but like if i don't go up there then it's like a foregone conclusion or i'll be or i would suck and throw a five on uh on eight and then give it a three point and then now they're not even going up for their two kills they're only going up for one kill you're just you're just leaving it in a position where yeah i'm just making i'm putting that they're used to throwing yeah nine and ten. honestly and and i talked to wellman afterwards i didn't get a chance to talk to nick but I talked to wellman afterwards and he said 
he asked me, did I do the right thing? Cause he ended up losing. And I said, I think you did, but you know, it's, it just depends on what you're trying to do. Like you could have gone for the tie. You could have stayed down and hoped that I threw a five or, but if you stay down and you throw a five, now you've just given me the win. It, assuming that I'm going to hit the next one and you're going to hit the next one. You've given me the lead. Um, but he was like, it, it just made me think. And that's the whole goal of throwing right, on and, eight. And, and as soon as you start doing that, like Tim, you even talk about it. the whole not thinking. Not thinking yeah. is yeah. really important. So I literally so like Wellman. Make them like and make, and make decisions. And yeah, it, Wellman was on par for a sixty-four, and I, I wasn't doing it to like I'm not doing it to purposely mess with them, but it's the only way, oh, strategy-wise. Yeah, seven bullseyes in a row. Yeah, it's the only seven way. Only way that I can get an, a, any sort of edge, any sort of chance to come back, is if we just keep doing bullseyes and then going kills on nine and ten. Well, you're, I mean, yeah, there's a chance you can miss one, and I could hit both of mine. That's happened yeah, plenty I, of times to I me. Think if I don't go up on eight, Fortner hits nine and ten. Yeah, just because he's but in that rhythm. That, like he had to take thirty seconds to like think about what he wanted yeah. to do and think about what the right answer was. And he was out of his rhythm. Yeah. You know, not, like, not to be, a, I wasn't like intentionally trying to do that, but like. Well, but that's. It's not the goal, but it's the goal. That's, it is, yeah. That's the, <laughs> I mean, that's the strategy. That's the strategy. I as much as it's not the goal, it, it 100% is the goal to make sure that you're out of your rhythm a little bit and that I'm able to. I mean, I'm putting all the risk on me. Like, I mean, you end up losing to Tim in that fashion, right? You missed on eight. Yeah. But, so there's just as much of a chance of you doing that. Sure. If I'm willing to step out of my comfort zone and but go on eight, went up on nine, you might have missed two. Then you lose. Yeah, so there's it's it's a not real pressure, but in your head it's extra pressure to hit on eight. And then once you do hit, I mean, I've still lost after doing that. Like other people have hit their theirs on nine and ten, and I still lose. But right. it's just a strategy. So really, ideally, we didn't even let Kyle answer the question. <laughs> yes. Um, I either want to tie or I want to take the lead. No, I don't want to take the lead. No? Well, now people are getting, they're getting smart to it. But yeah. When Originally. You take, when you take the lead. Then they're, they're, they they're going to go up. Yeah. When you tie, it makes them really think about it. And yeah. And sometimes yeah. they won't go up and you've essentially just made them hit a four. I yeah. did I did that last year. A couple times to people. Yeah. Um, but and then, and then people kind of caught out to, yeah. the, to our games. Yeah, people people started like the word started spreading like, hey, okay. if, if they, they go, go up, if, you you, you got to go, go on nine. Yeah, yeah. and uh, honestly, I think Smith was one of the first people to go up on weird numbers. Um, he he would do it like if he threw a five <laughs> or two fives or something yeah. two years ago. He was just it does. I mean, that was like, me. If I put you guys in a row and like, I really don't think I'm going to hit a, a third one. Yeah, if I'm not feeling it or, you know, whatever happens, just I know that on eight, I, I'm not trying to risk it earlier than that unless I'm just like way down right. or something. If I'm down four, like if I hit four or five in a row, I'll go up on five, sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's it yeah, matter at this point? What's it matter? Like, honestly, like if I miss it, like it didn't change anything. Yeah, yeah I've put in my head three points. If, I, if yeah. I get down three, then I'm going to go up to, to bring yeah. it back. So because you're going to have to go th- for both. Anyways. Three was my goal before. Now if it's two and it's getting on eight, say, you like never, it doesn't you matter. Never get to that point where, <laughs> well, where you're down. Three. Hopefully, you not. hit too many bullseyes. Well, all right, but then we I just we just went off on a tangent. <laughs> so Kyle, okay. thank you for Kyle was humoring us there, yeah. Lucas. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, Kyle was trying to answer. So strategy. Yeah. So, so I know that. I mean, I I honestly think that. This assumption, like Tyler said earlier, I, 
we don't know anything for sure, but I would assume there's going to end up being more things on the board at some point. So I think that could help with strategy, but I know I had mentioned earlier in the weekend to you, Tyler, about um, a way to play some type of defense. Um, And so I think that adding something like a – I think that the hardest shape would be a a diamond shape that would be two-colored. And at the beginning of each match, the throwers are assessed a color. And you can attempt to hit that marker, um, but if you hit your opponent's color, they get the points, and if you hit yours, you get the points, and vice versa. I, like um, I mean, that that's interesting. No, it could be a really cool game. <laughs> Possibly, I think. I so so that particular idea is not an an idea that is my own. That's an yeah, idea Jason, that. Yeah, Jason Jason Kearney had kind of come up with a, a gameplay thing some, somewhat like that. He's supposed to be sending me the stuff so I can show you that as well. But yeah, but I mean, we're always trying to come up with something like US Open and stuff too. And I mean, yeah. you know, I was like, we do a fun event at the US Open that people really like. Like maybe that part yeah. of that gameplay makes its way into the Yeah, just, just something that, that gives it – because it's it's strictly an offensive game at this point. Yeah. Right, I mean, like as most precision sports are. You know? Yeah, but we sure. we talked well, about it. Cornhole's a little different. Like there's some. Yeah, yeah cor- cornhole they allow because you're throwing at the same. But with that particular setup, you could in theory I'd, use a single target. I'm totally down for single target uh, cornhole style actually. I just don't know. I don't know how you decide like who goes. I, and then if you get a bullseye, then you have to take it off the board. Kind of like if you if you sink one in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we all have dual axes. And I, I don't care what happens so to my tools. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, some people definitely care what happens to their axes. Yeah, hey, but you, we can throw in. I mean, we can throw any axe. I mean, yeah. you can have an axe dedicated for that that game. Sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just saying. I, I don't. I don't see that replacing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think. Like force new league is like, oh hey, yeah, you're gonna like whip your. I know you just bought like a two hundred dollar axe from from wherever. But, like, <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're gonna throw other axes. Yeah, so yeah. that that brings up another thing. So what? How how much of the changes are going? Are, are is the plan to potentially change gameplay for everything, or is it going to be something that we're gonna maybe see league uh, and tournaments differ a little bit? I don't know. Tyler's answer to that, and I don't think they—I don't know that they necessarily have the answer 100 percent yet. Like, we don't have any answer. I can tell yeah. you what I think, but like, I—I I think as long as I think that yeah. you can have different rules as long as the league and the tournaments are throwing at essentially the same thing. I don't think that I'm you certain. can. The target can't change, and and or the way that the the way that the scoring works. Also, I don't think can change. So the, uh, the one idea I had um, for how you would the, the only separation I had for league and tournaments is if we put multiple bullseyes on the board that close out. In theory, one if you hit them again, they would be zero. Sure. But in league, they wouldn't. I think in league you would get the points of the value that they're in. So that way, newer leaguers, if they hit the middle, aren't six, discouraged. They can still get sixes. The middle, right? Yeah. No, they get a five if they hit it a second time on the same half versus a six. I think but just let them keep it. Like, who cares? Like, I mean, because then the pro league people will never go for the other sixes. 
Well, that's another argument. Yeah, but then for, you, um, if, if the app is going to be smart enough to know which ones you've hit, then you could just make that another requirement for Pro League is that, you know, like you can't go for Like it wouldn't be that hard to rule out. And those people would be dumb for not practicing that, like in all yeah, honesty. Yeah, for not practicing. But like, oh, but if I get a higher seed by not risking a three or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that but I is, would like to but see. But the app's not going to necessarily. The app would re- potentially record. It would record that you hit a left or a right or a top or a bottom or but what, whatever they're in. Would that make it? Would that open the door for immoral? Oh, for sure, for cheating. You can just say cheating. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think it definitely would. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it definitely would, and I think with any rule change, you're still like, going to have judges I who mean, have to know what they're doing. And what was uh, I feel like? I mean, so my theory is: is once you get to a point where you can hit three bowl guys in a half. You're not really an amateur anymore, and you could be going for those other bullseyes. Sure. So at most, we're talking about amateur throwers are hitting that middle bullseye a second time and getting one less point. Yeah. Because they would reset on the half again anyway. Right. So we're really talking about they're losing maybe a point. Because once you're hitting four or five, four or five of them on the half, you should be going for the outer ones anyway. Like you have a high enough average, you're not really an amateur. Sure. Yeah. That's going to be the trick, I think, is regardless of what roles or what new add-ons to the game uh, get implemented, is making it at the right balance point for all throwers, right? Yeah, yeah that's um, going to be the struggle. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be hard. You challenge the top throwers without alienating the people your right. everyday leaders but whether it's one role for all players or an extra role for the pro-am yeah. bit right i mean i think that's what it'll do though is it'll it, with with the change it will challenge the new people but that will still going back to having the amateur tournaments the there will still be the option for them to now compete in that mm-hmm. right. to where they're not you know feeling like well there's no way i can do you know the other right i would also really 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 love to see the open slash pro tournaments yeah uh, throw the second five for one and a half i mean I, I think that it would be fine i think it just like i think it would be fine within you know six months there would just be certain people that wouldn't just need to figure that out oh, and so that's another big thing uh, well two things with the survey one is if you submit that survey by friday um you will be entered into a drawing for a colossus i can't wait to win that set of black hearts and the hatchet of your choice all right um, all of them i get all of them all of them oh you better pick mine um another it's really bad <laughs> another strategy thing that we talked about this weekend was that i think that if you hit if you if you and I are playing and you hit all ten bullseyes, I should have no way to beat you. <laughs> I'm and I'm a, I'm like a hundred percent like you the, mean, the only you mean, I, you mean eight bullseyes. No. I mean that if you can stand up there and you can hit all ten bullseyes, I shouldn't be able to win until overtime. Like unless I also threw I should only be to come back. The only way that it can only be used to come back or I would say that and I don't know. It would get too complicated, and that's why I'm, it's probably not going to happen. But I do think that if, like, on 10, I'm within one point of you, or, or we're tied on 10, and you decide to stay down and I decide to go up, I should be able to win. Like, it's still better than a bullseye. But 
that would be the only way that I think that you could hit 10 bullseyes and I could win. And that would be if I hit nine bullseyes in one kill. I'm going to steal, I'm going to steal somebody else's idea here too. What if you uh, put something on the board you could hit that would extend the game? I just don't, I don't I I still think that ten bullseyes would be better than hitting any other thing because that's the main goal. Um, that would still apply to that. I think. I think. I mean, that's part of the reason why I like the one and a half bit one and two as well is that right kill shots are meant to be, they, or initially right they were meant yeah. to be a way to come back. They were they were not meant to be something to secure your lead. Yeah. They're supposed to be like sort of like a desperate, like I'm down, I need to hit these. And if you're throwing one and a, like a one and a half spin low kill shot is really fucking hard to do. Yeah, I mean the goal wasn't for people to be throwing sixty fours. Right. Right. And the um other um axe throwing association that shall not be named. Now ITF their their big thing when they made the premier rules was they were like, We're tired of seeing eighty ones. I mean, so I mean, like, yeah, it's it was, it was to the point, and like this is no no offense to to Jenna or any, but like she had her chance for eighty one like a year and a half ago, and she has gotten way better since then. So she, now she could definitely throw an eighty one, right. like with the you know standard rules. Um, it's it was definitely way easier, but it was to the point where it was like every match was going big X, and so that's why they changed their rules. And sixty fours are not nearly as common as eighty ones were, but I would say they're as common as premier eighty ones now, if not more common. Well, this is a good question. What do you think is harder? Um, I would say that, uh, with premier. Yeah. Um, I would still say probably a premier eighty one is harder really? than a sixty four. It would be very close, though. I think that the 64 is still a little bit harder. Well, I mean... I think, I think it's, it's way harder to hit a rear clutch than a kill shot. But it's harder, to, actually, harder to hit eight bullseyes in a row than it is in Waddle than it is in right. ITF. And in Waddle, you hit ten good shots in a row. Yeah. In ITF, you need to hit three good shots. Well, you need to hit four. Well, because it's best. Oh, but you're saying because those bulls are just so easy. Yeah. 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 I mean, especially if you're using the right size axe. Like if you're if you're exploiting the rules as much as possible. Right. Um. Yeah. I I mean, I I don't know the way you say that. Exploiting the rules. Yeah. I mean, as much as possible. I think that it's about the same, though. I don't think it's a huge difference in difficulty. I haven't. I've only thrown uh, one premier season, and that was before they added the box, and one premier tournament since then and I hadn't thrown in like a year by the time I played that I, tournament. I've thrown in a total of three IATF marathons in three years. Okay. Not bad. Um, the last one I did was premier and I still hit more 81s in that league than I did in Waddle which I've been throwing consistently. Well, But I did 64s in that Waddle season which I've been throwing consistently. Well that's just because maybe I'm jaded. Really just suck at Waddle. Yeah maybe I'm just jaded because <laughs> I had like I don't know I think that my good season this year I had like nine. 64, but, I mean, so. but also consider, right, if you threw ITF at the same frequency that you throw Waddle now... I would throw Premier 81s. Would you, would you still think that a Premier 81 is hard? Probably not. I probably only think it's harder right now because I just don't have one, and it's just because I haven't thrown <laughs> in, a, in a Premier yeah. season since they've added the box. Because without the box, it was, like, it was just torture. Because you had nothing to aim the, at. It, it was just use your imagination and try to hit the middle. <laughs> my, my, big, my biggest problem with the box is that board quality could really affect. It definently does. 
Like if you have a harder board, like, harder board, softer board, board, anything. Where like the bottom of my axe was like my axe was covering the thing completely, but like it was just it like, just wasn't it in. Just yeah, far enough in, or the opposite. It was it was too, too far in. in. Too far in. Yeah. Right, so like dipped a little bit or whatever. All right. Well, I, ITF sucks, anyways. Yeah. The, no, I I so actually of, like, you could have that, right? Yeah. But I would argue so subtle. hot take, hot very take. subtle. Yeah. I think ITF only sucks because there's just like it's just dying. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, yeah. There's I, I, I would 100 percent throw more ITF if if somehow they could get on a schedule of like every other weekend is like ITF and then the other weekend is Waddle. Like I would. I would try to go to things. <laughs> yeah, just look at the waddle schedule and then schedule tournaments. But yeah, I mean that's why I, yeah, I, I stopped throwing less tournaments in yeah. there. And um, I th- we did talk about PLS being in Indiana. Yep, Indianapolis. Um, yep, at uh, Ryan Gustin's Flying Squirrel. Yep, in Speedway, Speedway, Indiana. Right next to uh, or right down the street from uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where uh, the Indy Five Hundred will take place roughly a month and. A w- a month and a week later. All right. Well, so if you haven't signed up yet, which I think a handful of you have, yep, that sign up is available. Pro League Series dot com. Was anybody anybody who was in the Pro League in twenty twenty two? Anybody that's gonna make three and gonna make it for the next season. If correct. if you are and in there, top twenty five non Pro League in any of the other disciplines. Yep. Um, as I mean, well. Twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three season. Yeah. Also, uh, top. 10 like female throwers yeah correct or if uh tyler and kyle and i come up to you and invite you (laughs) yeah Yeah. you were already invited but now you're invited (laughs) and then we invited john yeah we did i mean yeah yeah i mean like because because there there are throwers there are throwers out there that that we haven't seen yet that are like like him who yeah that we haven't gone to tournaments and they're clearly you know whatever it was that stopped him likely um what stops a lot of people's financial or or work related you know paid time off so you know that there are definitely throwers out there who are good enough to compete and we'd love to see him all there we do that nomination thing for the first one which was yep and if we don't get enough signups we'll do it again when are we we're cutting it off the signups are unlimited until Until april 1st and then after april 1st joke it's not an april fool's joke (laughs) yeah but then uh, on april 1st we're gonna turn off the signups and then we're going to cap it at 96 we're turning Until, the, the sign up stay turned on. We're turning the cap. Well, we're gonna yeah. We're gonna we're gonna turn it off for like a quick second, and then turn it right back on, and then cap it at ninety six. So if you haven't signed up by then, um, and we're already at or over ninety six, then we will be turning it off. If we have not reached ninety six, then we will turn it back on and still accept them until ninety six. But our goal is to not have more than ninety six people. If it happens um, after that date, because one of the goals is to have a smaller pro tournament. Yeah, and we're already at like fifteen-ish people. I yep. think fifteen to twenty. 15, so if yeah. you haven't signed up, then yeah, then you're gonna miss out. I think I counted you in the fifteen. Um, but but yeah, we're we're you know around there, and we're hoping this one's gonna be better than than the last one. Um, I guess we haven't been on since the last one. Because we did the podcast before, right? We did, yeah, we did oh. it on before. So, there. yeah, so yeah, we didn't we didn't even touch on that. So um, PLS. Yeah, so I was. 
Yeah, let's go through the winners real quick. That's okay. But we don't we, we work on our schedule. Yeah, but for, <laughs> first first let's talk about who was the top finisher, and yeah. then we'll go into the winners. <laughs> All right, so um, man, who was? What do you it? want to talk about? What was the top first finisher? What was the first? What was the first thing we threw? Knives. Knives. No. No. Big axe. Big axe. All right, so yeah. See, we'll just jump right into that. All right, big axe. Tyler won. Jerk. I got second. Jerk. Who got third though? Yes. yes, John Depke got third. So those those are our top three. I believe that's right. Dylan with four. So all four of us. There's there's four more people, but all four of us got all of our money back from our entry fee. Yeah, and so let's see who was fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Let's see. Uh, Tyler Schultz was throwing on fire. Manny, he was. Manny was also up there. Manny was up there. Fran. Fran. Yeah, Fran, Fran got, was tied seventh, I think. So yeah, I think she got seven, eight. I can't remember now. I don't know, but a lot of people did good. Zach. <laughs> yeah, Zach, Zach. Zach was tied seventh. Yeah. He, yeah. Got, he got his money back. All right. So that was, those were our top he eight. He got his money back for his, all four disciplines. All four disciplines. So. By just getting eighth place in one discipline. Um, and then what was next? Next was Hatchet. Hatchet. Um, I lo- promptly lost my first game. It was really cool. Um, I spent a lot of time in the B bracket. I did, however, work my way back up to fifth. Frustrated him enough, he switched axes. Fourth or fifth place, I don't know something. So, yeah. So Hayden Hayden got second place to Philibom. Hayden won A bracket. Philibom came back, double dipped him. So Philibom Hayden. Yeah. Uh, fourth. Yeah, Garrett was third. Fourth was um, Teets. Fifth was me and. Manny? Mm, I don't know. We should. It's. I mean, we have it written down somewhere. We should have looked at that. No, we don't. I forgot. We don't I forgot we, we were good job, guys. It's more, it's more I don't. Game. All right. Well, we don't know who it is, but there's a thing posted that does tell you who it was. So let's move on. Uh, next was knife. knife. Oh, I did this really cool thing Sebastian, in knife too, where Sebastian I lost. Won knife. Yeah, maybe we should just do like top three. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be way easier. All right, so Sebastian won knife. Yep. Um, Travis, Travis got second. Travis was nailing two spin kills. He was. He hit, he hit two of them to tie a game or to Thomas win a game. Thomas Yep. Um, fourth was. That's it. We're stopping think, at three. I got fifth I think again. Fourth I think fourth was Manny. Probably. Yeah, Manny beat me. Um, so I ended up getting fifth. I didn't make it to like the final bracket. And then next was duels was our last thing. Yep. yep. And duels was flow bros. flow bros with the number one spot. What's up? They, bro, they beat that trash team that has won worlds like a couple of times. Um, Brown Johnson got mm-hmm. second. Just Uncle Comp. Third place was, there, was they were the world champ. Uncle Combs. <laughs> no. Or they were the that first, was like first 2019 yeah. <laughs> before they even they had old bullseyes back then that doesn't count Ooh, i take <laughs> that's real um i mean we actually had old bullseyes until the final match in 2020 they'll never hear that um and then who got third um, oh dylan again dylan, dylan, and, dylan garrett. and garrett yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah so dylan had the second best finished and then becky yeah. Yes, and then you. Yeah, and then you. Besides, Besides even though you won two things, you threw like garbage in the yeah, other two, so it brought you down quite a bit. Um, but oh, right. there we go. That's uh, what we we're looking for. That'll help a little. That'll give us Manny. Things, Manny was in fifth. Okay, so Phil Manny Bomb definitely sixth. got some stuff. Yeah, Philbom didn't do great in anything else. 
Uh, knife. He, he, he went finished top and 10, top 10 in knife. Uh, he went 0 and 2 in um, 17th in big duels. X and <sighs> duels 25th. Yeah. All right. So that was a short recap of PLS, but I think overall PLS was a success. We had a lot of people tell us. We tried to get a little bit of feedback where a lot of us, there were a couple of people that liked the no bleed knife, but a lot of people that hated it. Yeah. It, it definitely never, confused. so hard on <laughs> on one of your own ideas yeah yeah me too i mean I, like, I have had a lot so of people that that was a good idea i have had a lot of people ask about what we're doing for knife next time yeah well we don't know just like waddle doesn't know what the new rules are so just give us a minute but we've I would love to try and do five at a time yeah so we've well, discussed five at a time i think that would be our cool. goal our goal is to try and do five at a time we're trying to logistically figure out how to get knives that everybody could throw though so we're working on that we have an idea we're gonna give you an update if hopefully people soon yeah if we can to help us out with that yeah so we're gonna try i mean i got a set of harpies today somebody can throw <laughs> i mean there's there's options <laughs> um so I don't have any at my place. Me? I have zero. I, have, I also have zero. So, like, maybe we could purchase them at cost. Yeah. The th- I still think... Yeah, I'm not... I would totally do that. I think right now the issue is that, like, much like axes, like, we couldn't just, like, magically get stock axes and people would be okay with it because, like, everybody has some sort of custom yeah, thing. Even if it's even if it's just tape, yeah, yeah, like just tape is enough that we're like, okay, we're taping these up, and then oh, the other guy that was going to use them doesn't want tape, so taking it back off, and then you tape them back again when you get them back. So I don't know. Five knives is what I think is a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah, and when we when we say five knives, it would be instead of throwing three, retrieve, throwing two, it's throwing five knives. Yeah, so you would throw your whole front and then the entire back. Yeah, all at once. You would only go up to the board twice. But so I think that would be cool. Yeah, Tim's real big on knives. He you just know, told us earlier. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, he was thinking. <laughs> Tim wanted to do ten. We had to it's talk him down. We had to. Why stop at five? Let's yeah, do ten. Yeah. So, um, but no, that's what. There is a really cool picture of like twenty knives in a board from. That's right, game. baby. Uh, and I didn't even put two of my harpies in there. <laughs> um, but no, I think um, I think PLS went well. I'm hoping you know, obviously, to improve on some of the things. Hot take. Um, this is Tyler and I still believe this one to be true. Our newest idea for practice throws. There's no warm up time. You don't get warm up time. Don't show up to the venue three hours early. Don't. Oh yeah, no. yeah. we're you, doing that again. You're gonna get ten throws, okay. ten throws before your game. So if you're in the first bracket, you're in the second bracket, you're in the third bracket. Doesn't matter. You're getting ten. Um, if That's there's you should get during the practice time anyway. Yeah. If, if you're actually like rotating with every single person in the tournament. Yeah. You should be getting on ten to fifteen. Yeah. So 10 throws before your first match. Doesn't matter if you have a buy, if you don't have a buy, although maybe buy should get like a couple extra, but like realistically 10 throws. I don't know why he keeps saying that. I don't, why do you need 12? Because the 10th one and you just stand there with two knives in your hand. Just throw those ones too. Yeah. Well, why? I mean, I guess, but why do you have to throw all three? But if you, if we're going to switch to five knives, that's true. 
Yeah, so you're just going to throw 10. Stop ruining our own plan. Um, But yeah, so um, I think that that's, I actually would love to see it at future tournaments because it does suck when you are only given a time, and and this is not like any one tournament's fault or anything, but this is what's been going on for years, is that you get a time that you can practice, and then if you're not able to, you know, be there in time, or let's say you're throwing in like a bracket that doesn't start for five more hours. Yeah, so that's how it was. That's just, how it was this for this tournament, and that, and it. I don't think there's anything. It, it wrong was fine. With it. But like, if I had decided to come in and practice because I was in bracket four, if I had decided to come in and practice at nine a.m. or what? Yeah, was it, ten a.m. It wouldn't have. Mattered. It wouldn't have mattered because yeah. I would have been cold and. Yeah, and, and that's likely sore by the end every tournament, day, you know, so. for the last little bit. I'm the victim of this too is like some people. Sometimes people don't rotate like they should. Like, yeah, hundred percent. And you get people who do eighty practice throws, and right. else yeah. gets five. Take yeah, five and, so, and rotate. Hot so take. Ten, ten throws. Don't even worry about the rotating. Just get ten before your first one. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone gets the problem same solved. Ball. Equal, so equal opportunity. Uh, and also, but so some people were complaining about like, oh, every other similar sport gets so much practice time. So I did some research. And what did what did your research and come up with? Turns out that's false. false. <laughs> that is not true. Uh, so like things like darts, bowling, darts, um, cornhole. They don't. They don't, they don't get, get it. Get a ton of warm up before. Extremely strenuous sports like. Where you actually have to like relax your muscles. Baseball pitchers, they come in. They're yeah, or get a some, thing. But thing even at that, they for the most part they get ten. You get ten warmups, yeah. and then yeah. boom, you're throwing it down. Um, basketball, they're you know going out and doing basic stuff, shoot around, layups. Yeah. Football, they're getting pass repetitions and stuff like that. Those are sports where you make a wrong movement and you're gonna you know blow an acl or you're gonna end up having tommy john surgery or something like that yeah Yeah. so i mean you can make that argument for big acts for some people if we had one and a half spin i'm gonna need more warm-up Nah, get over it (laughs) (laughs) negative warm-ups you and i talked about it too even when they do open up practice before a tournament realistically if everybody's rotating and 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 all of that these tournaments are only getting bigger so you only get a few rotations in anyway, so that 10 would kind of cover that regardless and be a lot easier to manage. Okay. We're, we're almost done. My wife is trying to cut, cut the podcast. We're basically done anyways. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's part of the problem is just how practice works. And yeah, but when you get, like, 15 minutes, I said that with, uh, like, six people. Yeah. And I said that that usually equates to two, sometimes three if you're... Three frames? Not frames, like... Three throws, throws, yeah. Three balls rolled down, all right? Um, I think the other, like, even today, like, we came in, every, all the finals were today. I, well, we threw duels, so duels was, like, kind of a warm-up. But then, after that, when we got to warm-up for knives, I was, like, I had thrown, like, twice, and I was, like, I just... I'm not going to get better. <laughs> like, I'm just... Unless I'm having an well, issue... They're not practice throws. Yeah. are practicing at the tournament. It's too yeah, late. It's too late. I was... You, you've done something wrong. Yeah, I was, I was just, like, standing up there throwing, and I was like, I'm just going to be done. And then I stepped back, and then you three were still throwing. You, you needed to still throw. You were dropping everything. 
everybody else though like my first life didn't make it to the bowl <laughs> i'm just yeah <laughs> but like and then the same thing happened in big x that's because you kept trying to under rotate them like like the like they were blackhawks we we did the same thing though like big x i threw a few and i was like i'm done this is dumb like just can we start the mattress because i'm not getting any better i'm gonna waste all my good throws in in warm-ups or practice and so like i just need to get started so i just i don't know and and maybe that's just me and uh, maybe there's other people that feel like they need 100 throws before but like start bringing a, your own target we'll make those disc golf things that like you can practice your throw with like the towel on them We'll make those, but that are axis, so you can just like throw them at the wall, and then you can get warmed up as much as you want. But that sounds good. I mean, I think yeah, a lot of people did. I think the only thing that I will say is we duels. Well. We didn't communicate well, and we want people to be able to throw a little bit more than duels. So we are going to figure out a way. Yeah, we're going to figure out a way to have practice earlier on one of the other nights, hopefully. For, for new duels teams, sure. I mean, if you're an old duels team and you want to throw, like if we have open throw, like you don't have to just watch. Yeah. But like just, oh, I mean, I probably will watch, but I'm just saying like if other teams wanted to throw, like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really wanted that to happen in duels. I wanted to be ahead by so much and then and them. Them, them miss their kills, and me just us not even finish the game. Just game over. Just walk up there and get their axes for them. Just take a fault. <laughs> um, we did have that actually happen today. Tyler and I were playing, and we both wanted to drop on throw four. And I, um, I maybe we can get this clip in here. I think it was on the live stream, but I uh, went. That to, was awesome. Actually, instead of dropping, I decided like, oh, I'll just be an idiot and throw it like underhand, it like a wall. like a golf. I don't know what I was doing. It was I, completely side, like, yeah, it was sideways. completely sideways no and upside down. And I guess my big X was just thin enough that it still stuck. It was stuck in the three. And Tyler and I looked at each other with the biggest eyes ever, because <laughs> I was like. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to score points. And they were about to give me three points, and I was like, oh, I know how to get this. I'll just walk up there. And they were like, uh, drop fault. Yep. So we, we still went kills, and, of course, Tyler won that game. But, um, but yeah, that was a interesting thing that I had not had happened before. Um, any any uh, closing things? Anything you want to talk about? Um, no, just... Uh Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna <laughs> save that. Pete, yeah. After PLS, we might try to have an extra day or something. Like uh, maybe if if we finish early enough on Sunday to do it Sunday night, or possibly on Monday or something, we might try to work something out to test some ideas. So if you have an idea, comment below um, on our on the YouTube video or send us a message on the PLS page. Let us know your ideas. We'd love to hear that. And then also fill out the form. If you have ideas, fill out the form. That's I mean, that's the only way they're going to get your feedback and be able to actually oh, look well, at it. <laughs> yeah, if you, <laughs> if you put... I'll let you know that all of those... That's not the new rule. Those have all gotten actually thrown out, too. It, it, so it doesn't matter what else you put on it. If you put mandatory kills, they just immediately pulled it from the thing because that's not going to happen. Okay. That, so, well, I, mean, I, I say a I lot of stuff. I don't agree with mandatory there. kills, but I'll be honest. I kind of want to put that in, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> no. 
digester. Well, you know what's going to happen is you're going to get like a hundred of them that say mandatory oh, kills now. <laughs> so any of them that are put in after um, 219.23 and they say mandatory kills, throw those out. Oh, and if you, anyone's worried about the like missing all the updates, I know I was put out like a bunch recently, like four different updates. Yeah. Um, on Tuesday, I think we'll we'll put out like a hey here's here's a link to like a four that we put out. Here's what you've yeah. missed. There. Here's a brief overview and like the links to the the four that we put out this this month, and then uh, we'll pin that to the page. Yeah. Been, and the last thing, the last thing that I wanted to talk about. And we're just going to leave it as a teaser. We're going to talk about it. next episode is going to be how seating is going to work for worlds. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. there was an update on that. And so, so if you haven't read through all of that episode four, that we're going to talk about it for sure. I'll so try to remember. There's also some more. We also, we also mentioned earlier that we would talk about melee. Um, our next episode will be at the clash at the cut in two weeks. So we'll talk about seating for worlds We'll talk about Melee because that'll also be the last tournament before the first Melee at Keystone. Yep. Um, and then also another really quick product placement. Um, if there are any left, um, Jesse and PBR released their first uh, T-shirt yeah. uh, collaboration this weekend. It also guarantees you a win at your next tier one tournament. Um, Tim can Tim did wear Tim can show it. Yeah, Tim Tim is the you got, Tim Tim you, wore that shirt proudly to the win. Yeah. yeah, this murder murder hose <laughs> shirt didn't get me anything but first place three times. This is bullcrap. Yeah, the world the Axon community is gonna hate uh, murder's <laughs> row before it's all done. I got the crow uh, crow calls on order. Yeah. We got crow masks on the way. Oh, hell yeah. Yep, crow um, masks. But, but uh, yeah, Tim, real quick, if you would pop that, uh, show everybody your muscles too. Let's show them the front and the back. Yeah. Now you're going to really see why we, why people should have mentioned him as being yeah, the most athletic. No, don't take the whole shirt off. Um, <laughs> he's just bad. stripping it. Look at that. So, so we got Jesse's logo there on the back Perfect. with the, the Target and the PBR logo. Yep. And the PBR... Right up front there. Yeah. I got a patch. Look, I got a Velcro patch that looks like that. Yeah, I know too. everybody's jealous. Yeah, yeah they um, come in white and gray. So as long as Jesse still has those available, hit he'll, Jesse up. I assume he'll have them if he's at Keystone. Padding in the shirts, too. <laughs> yeah, that look like the muscles. You can look You can look like Tim. You can look like Tim, yeah, if you buy that version. Yeah, what he's not telling you is that's actually a size medium. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're gonna hop off. Uh, thanks and to then, Tim. Uh, and then next next time as well, we'll uh, we'll have hopefully some new products to review oh, as yeah. well. Today we did the Gooder uh, Snow G's, but we'll have hopefully. Uh, actually, we'll we'll probably throw a, a little clip in here of Lucas testing the Snow G's with uh, some throwing here in a few minutes. We're not gonna get that clip. Jenna's gonna make us leave. <laughs> eh, we'll see. If you don't if you don't see that clip, it's because Jenna. So yeah. just yeah, just know. But yeah, we'll have we'll have some some new knives. I know Lucas has teased the uh, Greedos. Greedos. Yeah, I got uh, a, I'll have a set of Greedos on next time, and I think probably by the fifth episode, we're we're gonna do a giveaway. We got some stuff to yep. to give away to subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed, now's a good time to do that. That's Go right. ahead and get on there, um, and then yeah, we're gonna have that giveaway. So um, yeah, thanks to Tim and also Tyler if you're for listening being on. on Anchor or Spotify. Um, and you feel generous. Um, so we've, Lucas and I have 
put together all this podcast stuff just <laughs> out of our pockets. Uh, yeah. So if you feel generous, uh, I do believe there's a way that you can donate on there. Yeah, we can get cooler stuff if you um, if yeah, you do we that. Can do like some more some cool, cool lights or something. I don't know. We'll get something uh, crazy. A case, a case to travel with all of our stuff. So that if you feel generous, um, and we, you guys have been generous enough by listening and watching. So thank you guys for that. And uh, yeah. watch this episode. Tune in uh, in two weeks or so when we're at, at the, the, the clash the at clash. the cut in College Station, Texas. Um, yeah, I'm sure Tyler will be on again. Hopefully, Tim wins another tournament. Don't win all of them. Save me some. But um, I, hey, this tournament's what put Tishko on his tear last, I know. last year too. So. That's what I'm scared about, Tim. Launching pad. Tim, don't come to PLS. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't even worry about it. I just got lucky. You know, no, I got lucky. No, no luck. I convinced him to come to this tournament like last week, and I was like, "I'll even drive you there." I I, I, I almost didn't come. I almost didn't come. Like, oh my gosh! Like, like that dollars is like that might get you your Uber, Uber home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Good luck. Um, but yes, yeah, thank you guys for being on, and I'm sure that um, we'll have other news from Tyler later on. Um, in the year with updates from Waddle and things, so he'll probably be on again. And if Tim's at tournaments and wins again, he'll probably be on again. So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, yep. like, share, That's tell right. your friends. People that don't like axe throwing, send it to them. People that do like axe throwing, send it to them. Right. We'll see you guys we'll episode see you guys next time. Four. Thanks, uh, yeah, episode four. See you guys. <laughs>